Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hi, ho friends. Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl, Cat Daddy. And Jazz, the 40-ounce connoisseur. And this is a GTS review, double motherfucking header of Dawn of the Dead 1978 and Dawn of the Dead 2004. Boy, oh boy, we are excited. That is an understatement. Oh, yes. Um, I have not watched these movies in a long time. I also have not watched these movies in a long time, but you know what? Well, that's a lie. So all I right. watched the original one all the time, just like a random background movie, because it's just like, okay, well, what am I going to put on to pass the time? And then there's like these five movies that I can't just stop suggesting over and over again. This is one of the five. Um, but this is the first time in a long time that I've watched the two of them like together in like a double feature fashion. And of course this is on purpose for this conversation. And I know someone's probably like, okay, well, sh- you should be doing that already. I mean, I, I kind of do, but it's, it's just been a minute. So just walk with me. So it's a double header. It's a good double header. I don't even know why you're not doing this because come on, girl, just get on the train. The first movie is about two hours and some chains long, depending on what version you see. There's a version that's about two hours and 30 minutes, and there's a version that's two hours and seven minutes. Just know it's about two hours plus or minus. I watched two hours and 30 something minutes. That's the one I watch every time as well. Uh, and if you're looking for like, oh, girl, like I don't have the physical media of this, and it's hard for me to find this on streaming services, you can find this on the YouTube machine. And that's about as far as I got. And then you have the Dawn of the Dead 2004 version, which is directed by Zack Snyder. Yes, that's Zack Snyder. And this film or that film is an hour and 40 minutes long. You could probably rent this on most streaming platforms right now, like YouTube for $3.99, Amazon. I have this on DVD, so that's how I watched it. Um, So I'm also going to talk a bit about like the DVD features, which are fire as fuck. And if you're able to find... This on physical media. Here's the real thing, right? I just really love that we are in this wave of trying to get the fuck back into the physical media because, like, 
everybody's edges are getting snatched because your your favorite whatevers are on these streaming platforms and unfortunately they're being pulled for all kinds of reasons and you know it's it's just not it's just not giving um so I'm really glad that everybody is tapping back in to all of the physical things I just have for the simple purpose of if we get into the zombie apocalypse and for the little bit of time that I might exist on this planet I want to make sure I have my entertainment lined up because once the internet goes out Yep, exactly. Yes. (laughs) You heard me, bitch. I want to have my entertainment lined up because once the internet goes out and y'all be like, damn, how come I can't stream nothing? That's okay, bitch. Because I'm going to go over to my Blu-ray DVD player and I'm going to plug this shit on up with a generator or something else. And I'm going to get these movies off, bitch. I'm going to watch it on mute so the zombies don't hear me. And I'm going to read the captions. And I'm going to hope y'all get on this way. So start taking notes how you do it. Let's go. Listen, that's what, you know, and if we got power, because usually the power don't go first. Sip you there for a while. I'm going to charge everything. Because I, I don't plan, you know, we've already talked about, and I mean, definitely we're going to get into it again. If you have not listened to our zombies episode, you know, we have said it multiple times. Baby, I'm going to lock these doors. Yep. And I'm going to make it do what it do. I'm going to just barricade in this house, whatever food I have. That's why I need to stock up on dry goods while you being fucking honest. But, you know, once I run out of food, I'm just going to starve to death. I'd rather starve to death than get eaten to death. That just seems like, you know, yeah. that seems like a poor choice. And I do feel like the zombies are going to break into my house because I'm not in the same situation I was in in previous years where the, I was on a higher floor and the zombies, you know, they might get up there, but only but so many people can press against the door, you know? Yeah. Also, I definitely think they would get into um, my new place of living as well. Dang, this is crazy. We just got to write farewell notes to each other with a pigeon or something. The plan then changed up. Now, in the rare occasion that we can link up, we already know what the plan is. Um, but because it used to be like an extra barricade outside of the building, and now the way it's set up, I'm like, damn, they just going to march right through this motherfucker. Like, not necessarily mine at first, but, you know, eventually. That's why it's got to stay silent toe in there. Um, I've learned how to grow grab vegetables inside. So, ta-da to new things. Uh, but other than that, girl, no, I'm dying in the first two weeks. Fuck is you talk about? Like, I just want to make sure I got my movies lined up. Happy head style. Listen, now I get some more because I don't have a lot of DVDs. I've never had a lot of DVDs. And the ones I had were always horror movies. I do got that Kill Bill, Kill Bill 1, like 1 and 2. So, I mean, I could just watch Kill Bill, watch her go through Crazy 88 as the zombies bite off my toes. That's a good four to six hours right there. So, boom, there you go. Entertainment time. You got to look at it like that. Positives. Listen, I got stuff in there. I got plenty of stuff for a while, for a couple months. I'm going to have to put it on repeat, but that's just my life now. You know, if I, shit, I'd be happy to just have power for a little while. What if you the power never goes, that the internet goes, but the power never really goes? I mean, it's the small things, because you can really have nothing and just be sitting in eternal darkness as you hear shrieks and screams in the shadows. Like, I would, you know, you know that's coming, but if we don't have to go that way out the gate, like, that would be wonderful. Get to prepare a little bit. It's a great time. Now, I yeah. feel like it's a little easier to prepare for the 1978 Dawn of the Dead versus the 2004, and we will get into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're definitely going to get the fuck into it because it very much gives that long, long, you know, ongoing conversation that people love to have, which is amazing, of like, what kind of zombies would you prefer? Or what is the scenario if you have like the fast running zombies, the ones that, you know, just be like, and just be running and shit. Or if you got the other ones that just be like, you know, I'm here, I might occasionally sprint, got your ass. But, you know, for the most part, I'm just like, oh, 
you know, I'm shaking, I'm stumbling, I got a little movement. Um, shout out to all the people of Pittsburgh um, that signed up to play Zombies in the 1978 version. Love that. The oh, big difference between the first and the second one is like they take place in two different spaces. So in the newer version, it takes place basically in the Milwaukee area. Um, and then 1978 version takes place in essentially Pennsylvania. Like a lot of George uh, Romero films take place in the state of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's a place. Very Americana. That's <laughs> all I gotta say. Yes. That's amazing place. Uh, we say that about a lot of places because they are places. And that doesn't necessarily mean if it's good or bad. It just knows it's a place. I also live in a place. So, hey man, it's America. America. <laughs> I'm not gonna say fuck yeah, even though I like that song. But I was I, I said it silently in my head. It was like because mm-hmm. it fucking that I'm, I don't think I'm ever watching that movie again because wow. I, it, I can't dismissed. believe I watched that. I watched it as a young teen. Anyway. <laughs> well, just a quick overview of both of these films. Um, Dawn of the Dead, 1978. It's about these group of people that start out in a situation and they make their way to a mall and things kind of just, you know, pan out from there. And then the kind of the same thing happens in the 2004 version. Like a group of people kind of link up, head to a mall and things pan out from there. There's a big difference between the two in terms of the ending. But the general overview or the thought uh, is rough, relatively the same in both. So check them out. They're both worth your time. And that's pretty much the fuck it. Like, I, if you haven't seen these movies, you need to go ahead and do it. If you have already seen it and you're like, damn, it's been a while, here's your general reminder to go ahead and do it again. Put it on your list, boo. It's almost spooky season. I think by the time y'all listen to this, it is spooky season, even though it's 365 or 366 around these parts. Um, So here's your fucking reminder. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Zombies. All right. Well, yes, zombies. Um, yes, yes, aggressive dance moves, too. Yes, because right about this comes out, it'll be around about 60 days or less to Halloween. Uh, oh, no, I thought of the Halloween 3 song, Shaking It Out of My Brain. No, because yeah. I don't want to start. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I won't. I've already started singing in my head. Yep. <laughs> well, okay, nope, okay, it's sorry, here. Fine. All right. Well, nope, I deserve it because uh, Lost Boys, and I won't sing it out loud today. Um, <laughs> okay, well, we're going to. I need gonna- those masks. Well, the zombie apocalypse just happens. This is literally, if you, we've all seen a lot of zombie movies. Now, granted, the 1978, there weren't that many zombie movies at that point. I mean, I think all the zombies were slow moving at, at back in the back back. They were. I mean, so for the most part, because I know this goes into this debate also, majority of the zombies were slow moving. Um, Now, there are cases where there are probably about one or two lone zombies in all in various, not all, the zombie films, because we're if you're counting, you know, war where zombie or zombie things are around um, voodoo and, and hoodoo and those natures. Of course, we're talking about two different situations going on here. And then there's probably a few movies that marry the two, like um, Sugar Hill. That's an example of one where you kind of have like, you know, it just it's, 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 it varies. But if you want to talk about like a fast moving zombie, there are a couple films. It's happened in um, Night of the Living Dead. It's happened in Return of the Living Dead, even though that came after this. And then some of those like random zombie films in between where there's probably like one or two zombies that happen to sprint or move a little bit faster than the others. So not necessarily a new concept, but this is like one of the first times or, you know, around this era where the, the zombies start moving fast as a bitch or zombie like beings. 
Yes, yes. Um, and they have like certain skills. Like they can bust your windows out your car, like they Jasmine Sullivan, and that's not really cool. Like, cause they definitely <sighs> do that, and they do that in Night of the Living Dead, like George Romero, the OG. Like they, the motherfucker picked a brick up and break the fucking window. I, I said, hey, what's hey, going on? Hey, hell no, nah, bro. Hell no. Nah, hell no. Nah. Oh, it's time to go. Oh, shit. Using tools. Listen, okay, no. that's what I say. I love that the zombies have you when you're in this universe. When you pass on, you don't necessarily lose all abilities to do all of the things. So you still pick up and or display habits from what was going on from when you were alive. Like in these movies, people in this case, they go to the mall because they remember themselves being at the mall. It's going down, bitch. So they finna go shop. So in the beginning of that movie, in the upper one, he thinking, man, maybe he was busting windows out the car. Maybe he was a robber. I don't fucking know. Maybe he had his keys locked in the car and now he got he to gotta savage himself up. He's trying to bust the shit up he had the bricks up it was crazy yeah no it's a lot but i mean and i remember a night of living day and i don't think we've covered that as a singular which we will we will but <laughs> the motherfucker definitely looked at the brick looked at the window i was like no that's logic that's some deductive re- uh-uh, uh-uh you putting two and two together you already are trying to eat me i can't have you also putting two and two together i mean mm-mm. Child. I mean, so as a side note, not to jump too far ahead, I was having a conversation with my sister today about Andy, uh, a character in Dawn of the Dead 2004. And I was rolling like we were all cracking the fuck up because when I tell that story of like, I think I told it before of watching Dawn of the Dead 2004 for the first time on DVD, she was with me in the basement in this situation. So we're going through it at the same time. And I... I can't wait till we get to this part because when it comes back to people like the zombies being able to do stuff, Andy was cutting up. And also I feel like as a, as a team, they all fucked up. They could have got actually Andy. I don't think Andy should have died or could have stayed bit alive longer than he was. If they would have got to him sooner and more news at five live Fox five. Here we go. Cause it was doing way too fucking much. So 1978 kind of starts off. It's, you know what a lot of movies start off news, but it's not like flashes of news because the seventies didn't do that. The seventies took shit slow. Like the early odds is the, and you know, it's infamous for the news. Yeah. Flash. And no, it's like, we are at the station and we can see the motherfuckers are arguing on air. And the man is like, and I think it's George Romero. I think it's George Romero playing. I'm like, come on, get more people. No, no, we're not trying to leave. No. And people are like, bitch, I need to go. We are, the zombies are beating people's ass. It is time to fucking leave, bro. So people are walking off the job while he's trying to keep motherfuckers on air and shit like that, which is wild because I'm like, it's the zombie apocalypse. Look, I quit. You're not my boss no more. Fuck you. My 401k is dead. Also, but the way information traveled then versus the way it traveled now, like, you know, people probably don't believe it. There's this whole situation where you try, they have that kind of conversation between, um, it's like a white scientist and a black guy who's on there who's like a, a person of the people. And they're straight up like, girl, I don't fucking believe you because, you know, the government be lying. You're getting your news from the TV and the newspaper and maybe word of mouth. Like, there is no social media, my nigga. Like, it's dead ass. Maybe the paper boy told you in the street. Maybe it got to you somehow because somebody got on the landline. I don't know. But there's a scene where they talk up like about how the dead and 
when they're breaking down, like, is this really going on? What's going on? Getting through that mass hysteria and trying to funnel that information. They have this like iconic line that kind of stands out. Like they kill, they get up and kill the things that they kill, get up and kills. And basically talking about this pattern of like, it's about to be a wave of BS. Like y'all got to get ready. Prepare yourself for war. Um, They are eating people. You need to shoot them and you need to shoot them in the head. Okay, you need to kill them because they're going to get up and they're going to eat somebody else. And they're arguing like, you can't do that to people. These motherfuckers not people. We don't know. Like, because that's what they're saying. You cannot. You're talking about killing people Mm -hmm. because at this point they like, you know, they haven't experienced this. They're like, these people are just sick. They are. No, no. The sickness is spreading. And now it's about to be literally World War Z. Right, which is wild because essentially at this point in the movie, we're about three weeks into the virus kicking everyone's ass. So the first movie, essentially, think of it for those who are who are still walking with us. Hello, greetings. Um, think of this movie as this is after a night of the living dead. Maybe not directly right after, but it kind of takes place after because, of course, there's some time between the two films. But essentially, that's the idea. So it's about three weeks into the virus situation, and they're still arguing about what is and what's not happening. But it shouldn't be that far-fetched to believe because look at how people are handling viral situations and pandemic outbreaks right now. So, you know, it's it's not that far. We're not that far removed. We keep saying this every five seconds. But here we are, girl, of a gentle reminder. So they're bickering and they're arguing about what is and what ain't. Everybody looking stupid while people getting ate up on the streets. And then we zone in on these people. First of all, we get into this raid, into this apartment where they're trying to, I guess, like weed out what the fuck's going on. And you get into really talking about um, the different disparities and the classism, um, the social and uh, different the social injustices that are going on. You see these fans coming up here, basically beating down the block, kicking doors in, shooting people in the fucking heads. There are heads exploding. Tom Savini's on set, so you already know who's in charge of the head, the exploding heads. He's cutting up. And doing a damn thing, actually. I love Tom Speedy. So, um, but yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on. I I will say this is the first time we see like the zombies in this film. The zombies have gray, all of the zombies have grayish kind of faces. If you like tap into some some um documentary and things, apparently Tom Savini used like pancake mix on the makeup and some other stuff and made everybody gray, but everybody didn't really come out gray. Um, so I'm just like, all right, yeah, man. some people came out blue, some people like a little green. Everybody's different. I like these zombies because they're fun because all of them look mm-hmm. mad different. They all look like, like one, some of them just they got no color on, they're just like walking around. Their eyes just, yeah, their eyes just a little low, and they just like, I'm biting people. That's what I'm doing. Some people are like, they look dead. I think it, I think it's fun, and they're all just shuffling and turning around, just walking real slow. Yep. I thought they were fun too, but not in this exact scene where they're running through the PJs and they shooting up all the black and brown people. No. I did like how the black people had afros. I um, did. I did not like how you hear the N word with the hard ER because girl. the dude is like, we're going to kill these niggers and these blah, blah. I'm not saying no other, you know, I don't say all them. I don't say those other kind of words. Bad um, things, bad things. Yeah, I can only, things. you know. <laughs> but he said like he said all this bad stuff about these people they got more than us and stuff pretty much trying to rob the people right now or take shit from them or you don't give a fuck about them it's undead people walking around and you worry about taking from people who don't look like you right now the racism is that deep where you right. about to cannibalize yourself as we are being cannibalized well they didn't say it's cannibals because they said we don't classify those as humans or they're not or they're not eating each other you know they're only eating us so if you're yeah, infected, right. they won't eat you. 
Yeah, but if you a human, that unalived human is about to eat you. Also, trigger warning for suicide. It's trigger warning for a few things. So go ahead and sprinkle that in there. But definitely true and more of a suicide because there's a point in this scene. This, mind you, we're, we're barely 30 minutes into the film. There's a point in the scene where there is a Federelli um, who's really overwhelmed by everything that's going on. Like he hesitates to kill one of the zombies, which ultimately is like a domino effect. Now everybody's sick. And it's just like a whole chaotic scene that's going on in this scene outside of somebody's head fucking blowing up. He's unaliving himself on the side. It's just, it's a lot. I've, I've also heard on various documentaries and things that this scene was written like this on purpose. So shout out to the writing. But also like there were some things that didn't necessarily needed to be said, but you still could have depicted that these people were racist in a whole other way, I'm just saying. But, you know, I guess you had to throw those hard ERs and those other really hurtful things in there to just really bring it on home for Do those you know? who really need that, I guess. Yeah, and I was like, guys, please. I do want to mention like when I first started watching this, I heard the music because I had just watched Suspiria the night before. And I was like, wait a minute. This music sounds real familiar. So Goblin, who did uh, Suspiria, also did this. Because at first, I was like, dude, 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 what is the noise? Because I literally went to sleep on, like, not went to sleep on Suspiria, but I went to Suspiria, woke Mm -hmm. up, watched this. And I was like, this this is the wait a minute these same instruments but it is goblin and dario gento definitely had a hand helping hand well 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 tag team of the world you know it's a good time you know it's a good time but we have a couple characters at this point who are sashaying through the room we've got steven we've got peter um peter is played by ken foray you know my my brother and me you see him in a whole bunch of other movies that are uh, movies that are not kid related i said movies twice whatever that are not kids related like my brother and me but he's he's been in a lot of horror films so get into that steven played by david mj or j i apologize if i said it incorrectly it was really rude of me i apologize um roger played by scott reniger and then we have fran um played by galen ross um, and these people have all kinds of different backgrounds, like Peter and Steven and them. Well, Peter and Roger and them um, are like the people who ran up in the spot. So they're like feds, not feds, like individual contractors. Their roles are kind of explained, but they be having different titles every two seconds. So just know there's some sort of fed. They are fed around. Um, They may also be some robbers. So they clearly are not very straight on their job and you know it doesn't really say whether peter's character is always like robbing people he might just be an accomplice like just you know that bad cop in the good cop outfit and then you know you've got steven and fran they are over at the the television station and they escaped and they all kind of link up because they all kind of you know i think it's peter and steven that know each other no no no, it's roger roger and steven because peter and steven know each other too and steven is with fran because they right you know Right, and so they link up. Yeah, well, yes. And Fran is also um, pregnant. So just to throw that out there, pregnant yep. in the zombie apocalypse child. Yikes. Woo! And that happens later, though, in a mm. way worse way. Um, But yeah. Yeah, well, I got questions about that one, too. Uh, that's, child, that was a choice. That was a lot. Uh, mm. That was a lot. But in this ch- choice, it's, it, it, it seems like they were already, you know, probably pregnant before, and it just fucking yeah. happened. So, you know. It's kind of just sprung up. Yeah, it's not that you could really of do the other that. one too. Yes, well, yeah, because she was far. But along. it's just how they went about that that really yeah. just had me like, all right, friend, what's going on? Definitely but they get changed. to the chopper. 
get to the chopper every time. And they get to the chopper, they land like once. They can, and as they're flying, they're seeing, they used to talk about the people who, you know, might live out in the sticks and whatever. They are shooting people, you know, like just, they are like having, they're like, oh, these hillbillies are having the time of their lives. And they're focusing on these people who are literally lined up. They drinking beer, shooting. They're like, yeah, I got mm. one. Ha ha ha. And I'm like, oh wow. Like, yes, we should be shooting the zombies, but I don't know if this should be a sport, friends. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't I know. I mean, a continuance from what happened in the movie before this. Well, mm. listen, they're like, yes, they're keeping, they're keeping up the American spirit of yeehaw, shoot, shoot. Let's do it. And that's what they keep on doing as they drive past and they stop and they get to like a place where they can get some gas. And they're like, damn, you know, the gas is almost empty because it's hard to fucking find gas. And everybody who can find a little fill up station is taking the gas and going. So they mm-hmm. fill up. They, um, Kim Foray got to kill some, ki- Peter got to kill some kids. He trying not to kill the kids, but it's like, damn, it's fucking them up because yes, you know, they can do it and they know how to kill. They know how to use a gun, but nobody is trying to come out here and shoot all these people. You it's still like sinking in that these are not humans. You're especially killing a child and they're like, fuck, but you can't let them run around. They're going to bite somebody and now they're going to kill somebody. Yeah. You know, they're not just innocent children, although, you know, it kind of feels that way. But they, you know, kill people to get in the chopper, get to the chopper again, the and chopper. they find a pretty much a shopping mall. And they're like, well, there's a helipad at the top. They can get in there. There's probably supplies a in there. helipad on the top of the shopping mall. Listen, makes sense to me. <laughs> um, okay. Like it's GTA. Uh, well, they go to the chopping mall, and they're like, oh, chopping mall. There's all kinds of fun okay. stuff inside there. But they don't have gas. That's the main reason. They're not stopping because it's like, oh, look, a mall. It's like, oh, no, we don't have no gas for real, for real. We need to stop here and figure some shit out. And they get inside and they're like, they for first they stay in one spot, but then they realize, you know, maybe we could kind of take them all. We could kind of take them all over. We could kind of like get a section of this part. Then there's an ammunition store back, you know, guns, America. Yep. In the mall, I, you could buy all kinds of fucking guns. You cannot do that now. Like, no, they but don't you used have to be that. able to. Yeah, but they still have, you can still go buy guns, places, but it's not in the mall. It's separate from the mall. Girl, you used to have been able to buy all kinds of guns and weaponry from Kmart casually. I know Walmart Walmart. used to do the same thing, exporting goods, all these stores. Yeah. Casually. Just just every day. Also, but this is a good idea, though. Let's talk about the ideas they're having. Let's hold the fort down in a mall, a big, spacious area. It's a little too big. So you got to worry about all these different entrances and exits. However, it's kind of like solid, like a fortress. If you could lock that shit down, you got food, you got beds, you got outfits. It's going down. You at the mall. You have everything. What else do you need? But you have so many things. They do focus on that Mm. because I think um, Mm -hmm. it's Steven who's like, oh, look, we have all these things here. I don't know why. I mean, no, I feel like that word usage was intentional. Like, look, why would we leave? Because at first, you know. Fran is like, bro, we can't stay in here all day, bro. It's not, you know, what are we going to do? We we can't yeah. just live here. Peter is kind of in the middle, but he's like, you know, we probably should have some kind of escape plan get the fuck out. And yeah. Steven's like, but bro, and do what? And go somewhere we're going to run out of gas. And then we're, how are we going to get gas to do what? To go where? And then, But then also Peter's like, well, somebody is eventually going to come in here. They're going to see that fucking chopper and they're going to want mm-hmm. that shit. And they're going to mm-hmm. fucking steal it. So just camping here is like, you'd like a sitting duck, you a target. Yep. So everybody has everyone is right everyone's right they all like you have things you have what you need you can lock down from the zombies here and even if you do get people who come in if you had you know the right kind of plan you could probably defend yourselves against those people 
because they start unleashing the zombies out at a point, but that's further and further towards the end. But at this point, we're like, we're going to clear this bitch out. Let's get it. And, and you know, Roger get a little bit too full of himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's back up real quick and start talking, diving a little bit deeper into that conversation that people leave out, or that piece of the conversation that people leave out of the larger discussion of the zombie apocalypse. There's always so many conversations around like, oh, I can have this weapon or that weapon, and I'm going to get the dead out this way. Well, you always leave out the big puzzle piece. It's not so much the dead that you have to worry about, which is a really big thing, but you really need to worry about what happens to the other humans who are in this collapse of society situation simulation with you. And now everyone is in fight or flight mode. Like that is a part of the bigger conversation. So I'm glad that they're bringing up like, hey, you need to think about, oh, like when the Raiders come in, when, not if, when they get here, you know, because somebody's going to be ready to take your helicopter. They're going to be ready to take your stuff. And there is emphasis on these um, ownership of things or these things that we have to feel so pressed about. Because um, I know consumerism was a big topic or um, an idea that was really like played upon in this movie and people like buying shit and owning shit. And this is around, you know, the 70s into the 80s where there's always this push for people like spending money and Reagan era and buying back stuff and blah, blah, blah. And just everybody mindlessly spending money. They had that shopping mall video game where you play with the credit card. That was a game. That was a good time. I um, played that. I played it. I don't even, I didn't even own it, but I went to a camp that had it and I was like, yeah, shopping mall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I always wanted to play this game. Beast. I well, like, like, Sims living large. Don't wake daddy. It is. It's the same thing, except no computer. Don't yes. wake daddy. Yeah, I popped off. Oh my God. Yeah, no, the Raiders are coming. That's what's happening. And what's even wilder, we talked about, you know, humans as a whole. Like, it's they, when them, they pull up and they start, people start taking stuff. Y'all got, did y'all know y'all could literally link up together and be stronger against the fucking dead? Do you know you can literally have community, especially at a mall that has more than enough stuff for all of y'all? Literally more than enough stuff. And because the power stayed on. Like y'all could just be in here. There's enough we beds, could. enough food. Y'all can each take stores and sections to better protect them all. But instead, you want to come in and steal the fucking chopper that yes. all of y'all cannot ride in, and Doesn't none of matter. y'all can fucking fly. I, I, you know, I, me and I my partners fitting stuff in that junk. Let's go. Listen, y'all more concerned about taking shit, stealing shit, being the boss, it's mine, versus like, we could literally link up. I would have been a dude, if I was in the biker gang, hey, y'all, that's y'all chopper. Y'all need some help with the store. We could come in. We could take shelter in here. We got bikes. Y'all got this. We could, you know, hold it. Because then they could actually have held it down. They could have held yeah. that shit down. And that's a good idea. But the unfortunate thing is the people in that biker raider gang, and I'm going to call them biker raider gang because they were doing raids and stuff, but they very much gave raiders from, you already know what the fuck we're going with this. Fallout. Yep. And they pulled right on up. Tom Savini is a member of the biker raider gang, which is very fitting. Um, and they bust the dough down and they say, bitch, you ain't finna share with us. You ain't finna let us in or you're not finna let us take your shit because you need to get down to lay down. Okay. You're not doing any of those things. We're going to knock this door down. So we can come in there. They bust the shit up. Now all the zombies then bust up in there 
And it's just causing a larger mess than what it needs to be. So now, of course, it, it definitely also expedited the timeline that they originally had set of getting out of the ball because they didn't really plan for the Raiders to pull up so soon or anybody else to kind of disrupt the peace. And also, like Jazz pointed out, at this point, you're kind of just wrapped up in it all, right? You really just want a moment of like, that is not so much um, in this flight mode. Like you have to hurry up and just like, oh my God, I gotta get out of here. Like some sort of like normalcy. So you're really trying to live in this fantasy of like, yeah, something's going on, but you know, it's like peace. You're really trying to harbor that, but you're a little blindsided by what's really going on and you're living in it too long because, you know, your partners in them is getting ran up on by zombies, everybody getting bit up. It's just, it's too much. And eventually we have to get on this mission to escape the mall. Escape. We got to get out the mall and we eventually get out the mall. It's no longer going down. We get in the helicopter. There's a scene where the helicopter chop off, chops off the head of a zombie. Pretty cool, gnarly scene. They eventually, I guess, get away. Not everybody makes it though. There are people that die and succumb to zombie deaths. You know, Peter, Peter not Peter dies. No, Peter's still with us. Um, Roger dies. Steven dies. Peter gets away. Shout out to Black Man Surviving. Fran gets away. Is that pretty much it? I think it's just the two of them. I pretty much think it's two of them. I do want to stop back and talk about Roger the bitch ass. Not his bitch ass. Oh, All yes. Right. Come on. Because Roger didn't have to fucking die. That's the thing. They are... Can't, I'm not him. But come call him kid. But Peter and Roger were both very pretty good shots overall. And the zombies were slow. They had endless ammunition. They could have literally did... He was showing the fuck off. Like, whoa! Yeah! Yeah! I'm a cowboy. High noon. Just shooting the fucking guns. But now he think he Billy Badass. And eventually, he um Fine. running through the jank. And he get fucking bit. And then, as soon as he get bit, it passes a Peter. He go, damn! <laughs> <laughs> I just that shit was funny as hell because dog no, he saw that because you know motherfuckers let to hide a bite and I was like oh he gonna fuck around trying to hide that bite Ugh. but no Peter saw your motherfucking ass but then they mm-hmm. acknowledged it he was like no I got bit and they know he gonna turn but they don't turn as quickly I think it took him like a day or two and he yeah. got real sick and then he and now they're down to three people over the you know four they had as the back gang is coming to beat their motherfucking ass I was <sighs> like bruh this is so much what. And then he just slowly rising back and they shoot him because he fucks his leg up also. Yeah. I think his leg goes out after it gets bit because I guess, you know, whatever body part that gets bitten first, that's where the infection is. Like the landing, mm-hmm. the site mm-hmm. of the infection is going to just spread out from there like a spider web, I guess. It was really wild. I also want to talk about um, when they turned the mall music on to confuse the zombies and cover their noises. That was smart. That was okay. It was smart and you could tell there was supposed to be comedic relief uh sprinkled out throughout this entire scene. Yes. Yes. And then they went shopping. They was buying furs. Now let me tell you, I am putting a fur on. I'm I'm going to take Period, the fur. Period. As you should. Listen. Um and then it made me think of what not to wear that show and then I thought about how that show was a little um while I liked it and it had some points it was sometimes a little anti-black because the way they sometimes were doing the black girl's hair, the way they were saying stuff about her, telling people what they can and cannot wear, real judgmental. I was like, mm, I don't think I can. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, it, they were more than just anti-black. They also had some like fat phobic moments on there too. Oh, um, not yeah. all the time. It was just really like, mm, you shouldn't mm. wear this. You shouldn't wear that. Oh, yeah, no. you need to cover this up. I'm like, do they? You know, moments like that. Um, also, I didn't want to skip too past, too far past it. But Steven, zombie Steven, and how zombie Steven basically leads all the other fucking zombies back. You mean on zombie up Roger through... or zombie? Oh, zombie Steven. Roger. Is it Roger or Steven? Is Roger the one who the outfit? 
Roger's the one who get bit in the leg because he was wild and he turned. Even better. Even or okay. all these niggas ugly and they left the zombies upstairs. The end. Well. Ta-da. And also the biker gang that comes, they don't leave unscarred. Like they let them zombies in. A lot of they people, they lose numbers and they start to flee. Oh yeah. So the wild thing is you did you did all this to lose in numbers. Y'all fought each other and now everyone is losing. Everyone is losing. And y'all had to turn heel. Well, not turn heel. That's a different thing. But y'all had to get <laughs> y'all had to get on the fucking motorbike motorbikes and uh, literally ride away because you'd lost like at least 10 to 15. Because they were deep. They came in like 20 deep, maybe more than that. They was deep. Y'all lost y'all lost double digits worth of motherfuckers. And y'all said, Oh, it's not worth it now. Cause it was so many zombies. And now they're spread across this big wide space. You cannot, you 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 can't watch your back like that. Also, y'all are probably low on ammunition because y'all won't at the ammunition store. Right. But listen, and, and no, and they didn't get a chance to even stop by and grab anything. They just kept on shaking and moving. I told you when they called themselves trying to forcibly enter the building, they caused way more harm than good. And not to the people that they thought they were harming. You harmed yourself. And then this is no longer a safe place. So you try to run up in this uh, motherfucker and cause it to be basically anti-safe. It's now like the wall has been breached. There's, it's not a good place for everyone. And I, if that was on purpose, like, well, if you can't have it, if I can't have it, you can't have it neither. I'm like, oh, that's petty. When people be trying to be petty in the zombie apocalypse, then they fuck up the bag for everybody. Like, why would you fumble that? Literally, fumble the bag of the world. Like, the world. Like, our future. You fumbled our entire future. Like, you're not like, oh, I made one wrong choice. Bruh, again, in the zombie apocalypse, none of us should be fighting each other. It is a zombie apocalypse, okay? You don't have to pay your rent no more. You don't got to worry about none of this other shit for you to have all this shit. All you need to worry about is staying alive. That is now the task. That is now the only thing that you need to do is stay alive. Eat, sleep, shit, and shoot zombies. Well, I'm sorry to bring awareness to the fact that people cannot not mind their business. So somebody's going to fuck up and be nosy and not focus on themselves and the better being of the ones around them, including themselves, and just fuck it up for everyone else. You just got to prepare. You just got to prepare. That's why they tell you when you take a driver's test, you got to learn to drive for yourself and for everybody else on the road. Same concept. Literally, literally. And I just... It's it it we, it all could have been so simple, but they'd rather make it hard. I just I also want to talk time. about how they yes I also want to talk about how they went to the bank and took the money because banks banks are still like small banks or malls, but they don't have like bank banks and malls mm-hmm. anymore. They used to go to the mall and there used to be whole ass banks in there. Yep, like whole ass like when the mall was the center of commerce, bro. Like you could get everything done: barbershops, hair salons, everything was inside of the mall. Um, they still sometimes have those, but a lot of malls. The mall culture is kind of dying because people are buying yeah. things online. And then, I mean, you can't get your hair done online. I mean, unless you just wear wigs like me, you can't get your Period. hair done online. You could just order that hoe. But, you know, it's kind of changing where people are not just going to the mall, walking around the mall and doing shit. Especially now that we live in different times, people are not going, just going anywhere, you know, for we the most wild part. Wild shit happening at the mall. Wild shit do be happening at the mall. Wild shit happening outside. Do they go there? <laughs> yes. They go to the mall. They take the pic first. You know how people be taking the pictures with the stack of money, especially when they're the strip club. They yes. got the stack of money. That That like is what I thought phone. of. Yes. Because they had the money up like this and it was in the camera, got their picture taken. Because who cares that you're stealing the money? Who's who's putting me in jail? Who's going to review this footage? Where are you going to find me? Exactly. So I loved that. And I love that 
Peter was like, you need to learn. You, I'm not giving you no gun, but you need to know how to use a gun. You need to know how to fight because we are a team. And she was like, Fran was like, you right. And I need to know how to fly this motherfucking chopper too. So we get the fuck out, which she was right. She learned how to fly the fucking chopper so we can get the fuck out. And that's exactly what they did. They got the it's, fuck out. It's important. Damn. Damn. Humans really make shit terrible, bro. Always. Always. I, that's why I'm just like, I mean, it might be our time on the Summer Jam screen. Oh, you didn't know this episode was getting that dark, did you? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and that's Dawn of the Dead 1978. Essentially, like, they get away. Um, and that's how the movie ends. It's a little different than the ending of the um, next movie that we're going to talk about, Dawn of the Dead 2004. Um, but they have a little jazzy activities happening through the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to make sure you stay tuned and not like a superhero movie where there's like, oh, it's credits and then like a whole scene. No, the movie never really stops. Like it really just pauses yeah. for a second and keeps going. It's um, intercut. I like it that way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But before we uh, prance on over to that, um, this is the rating for this movie, if that's your bag, um, is a 7.8 out of 10 for IMDb and then a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and like we said, the movie is directed by George A. Romero, um, who is no longer with us. Um, and this uh, her and this is actually one of those favorite movies that are on my list. When people be asking, this is one of those faves. I can't yes. give you a number, but Dawn of the Day. It's up there because, you know, Cat loves zombies. And so do I. I enjoy. I enjoy good zombies. I am closer to the Rotten Tomato because I'm like seven. Se- something in the seven seems too low for what this is doing and saying about consumerism and the human nature. Because it does say a lot while still being a good time. It's it's mm-hmm. long, but it's not fucking boring. Because shit is happening all the time. Whether it's zombies, I'm trying to get somewhere. They're running out of fucking gas. I'm trying to figure out what's happening. Whether it's bike gangs or somebody getting bit, somebody getting sick, somebody learn how to. Fuck. They're always doing something. So right. I'm like, it ha- I have to give her at least like a 8.59, yeah. 9. Like, ooh, we're over here. Like, sevens, anything in the sevens is too low to me. I agree. Yeah. I agree. This is an eight and a half, nine for me. Um, nine on a good day, roughly eight and a half. Um, I, you know, I don't, I'm not upset that it's two hours plus, but also like, I always love for movies to not be two hours because I love sleeping. Um, and not because you're boring, but because sleep is great. But this is a good time. And if you, like I said, if you haven't had a chance to check it out in a while, or if you're like, damn bitch, I ain't never seen this movie. I've always wanted to press play. It's on the YouTube machine. Like it exists there. So you could just go ahead and tune in for the free ski if that's what you so choose to do. Yeah. Cause I think it's hard to get like physical copies. I feel like there was a release. I don't know. I could be lying about it, but I think it is hard, but you know, when you be going to these, like if you start, if you go to cons and shit like that, Mm -hmm. sometimes like pop up like a prizes on tables. Um, Sometimes you might be able to find something on eBay um, I really just need people to like step up and print these things again. Maybe do like a special box release or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe get into like the family foundation and see what they could do about releasing that because please, like, would I wonder if the estate is going to let that rock? Um, I am a fan. Please take my money, please. But box yeah, said, please. Yeah, it's a good time, and we clearly both highly recommend it. Recommend that you watch this, especially if you like zombies. Watch that shit. Now, more zombies. 2004, which is I watched last night for the first time you know what I in realized? like 10 years. Yeah. We didn't do a spoiler alert. Damn. Oh, no. Burn, Y'all niggas got spoiled. Oh, you already know what was up. We love y'all. We kind of gave you an overview. Appreciate you so much. Okay. I'm <laughs> damn shit. They're going to be like, but please. They got 10 but minutes wait. In. But I also feel like at... 
if they ain't cut it off like 10, 20 minutes in there, like you knew what you was getting into. We already started talking about that movie. You know, listen, listen, Sometimes I'm you just my best. get right to it. I was excited to talk about these movies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, yes, we're about to talk about these. Cause Dawn of the Day 2004, I hadn't seen it like it's it's been like 10 years. It's been a long time wow. since I've seen Yeah. Because again, I didn't have it on DVD. It was not streaming for me to watch that last time I remember that where I went looking for it. I had it like on DVD when I was like in high school okay. at home. So I've seen this movie a whole lot of times, but it's just that I watched it back in the backpack. So once I got to like college and shit, I didn't, I hadn't seen this movie and I knew what happened, but I forgot some of the, I forgot quite a few of the things. That happened in the movie. I was like, wait a minute. Damn, that happened? Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Um, It's a really good time. It's a really good time. And when we talk about remakes, this one needs to be up here with top billing. This is one, like, I talk about this one, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. This is a good-ass remake. It's a little bit more enjoyable than Texas Chainsaw Massacre because that shit is stressful. I could watch this again before I watch uh, TCM 2003. Uh, Because I watched quite a bit of that over the past couple months. So I think I'm good until next year. I think I'm good until next year. I'm screaming, not next year. I'm so weak. No, I have the DVD in my hand right now. And I am here to put the exclamation point behind anything and everything that Jazz said. Because even if it wasn't here in my hand as it slides to the screen, um, I (laughs) would have still said the same fucking thing. This is that movie. This is that girl. Like, I really don't go up for remakes, but this is a remake extension exclamation point that I asterisk support. The DVD itself, if you do not have it and you're able to get your hands on it, like the OG gene or whatever. First of all, the cover is fucking fire. It gives that early aughts um, over the topness. The shit is just, look at that jazz, over the fucking top. But literally at the bottom, it just says scary as hell. That bruh. Scary as hell. Cat is pushing the DVD cover into the camera, bruh. I, I'm crying because the movie is like, you need to watch this shit. It's scary. Like, if this was me at the video store in 2004, and if it says me immediately, oh, I'm about to get this just because it said and look scary as hell, exclamation point, big shaky little crackle letters, like crackle paint. I'm about to buy it. I was so lucky to borrow this DVD from a friend and then later end up purchasing a DVD. Shout out to my parents for that one. And it has so much many, like, um, so much many, so much bonus exclusive. They have like a lost tape. So they have 15 minutes of uh, footage. Like it make it seem like, oh, that home movie that Andy leaves at the end. So you see like Andy's last minutes on earth. Crazy, real scary. Then you see like a news coverage, which makes it so, uh, it felt real lifelike to me because it looked like, oh, like the news shut off or this the last few minutes of the news and they was doing the expose on the zombies. And then you get like deleted scenes. It's a Zack Snyder film. And I know people have multiple feelings about Zack Snyder films and that's fair. And all of your feelings are are valid. But with this being said, this movie is that girl and you can go ahead and debate your grandma, bitch. I'm tired. Like, I don't care who you debate. I don't you talking to a brick wall, baby. You were talking to a brick wall when you talking to me. Don't say Why? nothing. There's I don't know what <laughs> the only thing you can say bad about this movie for me. There's a few lines of dialogue that were mm, there's yeah. a little bit of clunky like exposition where they say, This is the, like, you know, I want the baby to have a Russian name. The baby have an African name. Like, come on. All right, all right, all right. Like, some things could have been handled just just a smidge of dialogue. I was, uh, that's, oh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh. And then, of course, uh, that whole baby situation is, <laughs> girl, what? Okay, me and Makai Fife will have to fight. In the streets. Because this was a choice. Who wrote this? 
Who wrote this? And why did you agree to do this? It, listen, I mean, check. Rent. Rent was due. Okay. I understand. I, if they would have told me to have a Russian baby mama in Dawn of the Dead remake, I would have had a Russian baby mama in Dawn of the Dead remake, or I would have okay. paid my bills. I don't know what y'all would have told me. Like, Not the fact that you got a Russian baby mama in a Dawn of the Dead remake, but how the character, like, their story played out and was written. That's where I have the questions. Yeah, that would have sucked, but also, in 2004... For that I, check, well, yeah. and I'm yeah. a Kai Pfeiffer. I probably would have just said okay, because they probably didn't Pfeiffer. think it was. They probably didn't think it was so out of the ordinary at that time. I feel like because it's like family, but I'm like, come on, bro, you ain't have to do this. You ain't have to go out like looking this. back, looking back. Yeah, mm. no, mm. it's I'm like, come on, dog. Well, this movie um kind of opens with the drama, but it leans into like this fiery scene, which ends up morphing like Animorph style um, into like an x-ray of a skull. And Anna, we're introduced to this character played by Sari Polly or Polly, excuse me, I apologize if you're an FI butchered that one, I apologize. But Sarah, um, but Anna, excuse me, because that's Sarah, that's her actual name. Anna's at work. Um, she's either a nurse or some sort of doctor. She is a, you know, a person who works in the medical field and they are looking at this x-ray with their coworkers and the doctor who was looking at the x-ray, he's a bit confused. Cause he's like, why did we, um, get an x-ray for a hand bite? Like conversation, you could tell immediately as soon as you hit play on this movie, the shit has already started jumping off. And if you're not pivy to this, that's okay, girl. They're going to walk you through it real fucking soon. So they talk about that. They get a call about like somebody else. Um, Who's the character's name? Edward Solomon, who came in. And now he's in the ICU. And Anna makes a comment like, a bite lands you in the ICU. So, you know, they plant the flags in it early. Like, you need to start, you know, pay attention. Ears perk up. So Anna's like, all right, girl, whatever. Y'all talking that noise, but I'm off work. I'm going home. I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. I'm off the clock. Deuces. When she leaves the hospital, like, she sees... They kind of do like this, like dramatic fake, uh, what you call it, where somebody's laying down inside the, um, what's that, inside the back of the ambulance, and he, all you see is legs, and the, and the music kind of swells, like, uh, and it's like, oh wait, if he's alive, but yeah, he's alive, but he's answering a call, and he's realizing that. The alert system is going off very frequently real early. So, of course, he makes a comment. The paramedic makes a comment about, like, oh, we're starting early today. It's broad daylight, bitch. So what you mean starting early? Like, it's the red flags are there. And then Anna goes home because yes. she's tired, bitch. She's been working. Listen, she's trying to take shifts, trying to get off. She she was already an hour late off the clock. And they was like, all right, well, let's go. And then the EMS, they, it's jumping off early. But they were like, you know, that's some days it just jump off early. You know, you don't know what's going on. but. We, we meet Vivian skating backwards, so she go to bed with her man. They, they have a loving relationship. Vivian and a little girl down the street, but they have a loving man. They have a loving relationship with Louis. Or Lu- is it Louis? Louis. I think it's Louis. 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 All right, Louis. I'm saying Louis. Um, okay. I don't know why. Every time I say see Louis, I read it as Louis. But also because that I in Spanish makes the E sound. So I'm like, Louis. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, no, it's Louis. Um, yeah, I just, but I think she, but she says she said Lewis. I'm gonna just use Lewis, love just say y'all, Lewis. guys. I'm sorry. I'm just keep. I keep reading. Big L, shut big up. L. So wait big a minute, L. like the rapper. Uh. Yeah, Big L and them was in that house, and then they start sexing. Yes, in the shower, shower. Um, which is, you know, that's impractical for my big ass. But hey, they in the shower and they sleep together because you know they love each other, yes. and they wake up. And the first well, thing that happened, busy sexing. 
you know, alarm. Uh, 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 they missed some important information. They did. Yeah. You know, the little TV was like, it, they don't tell you what's information. You don't hear the announcement, neither do they, because you're kind of in the same situation that Anna's in. You know, you you know what she know at this mm-hmm. point. I mean, granted, there's other things you observe once we get to the other characters, but at this point, because we have cold opened all the way to this point. And they wake up, it's about six or seven, something in the morning, it's early in the morning, and a door open and the door get pushed 630, open. 6.37 a.m. It's early as fuck. So the little the door open, the little girl <laughs> pushed it open, and Louis, Louis like, Vivian, oh, baby, what you doing up in here? Because they know that little girl, you know. He, oh, all right, um, you okay? Hold on. And he's like, Anna, Lu, Lu, um, Vivian here, hold on. And he go up, he, and then when she opened the door, her fucking teeth are exposed. Let me tell y'all something. Exposed teeth, any kind of wound where the teeth, jaw, unhinged, exposed, fucks me up, okay? Ear things, teeth, jaw things, fucked up. Can't take dead. Mm-mm. Okay, so here's my first question. Obviously, this is not the first time that Vivian found her way in their house, unbeknownst to them. So that tells me they have left the door open before. And that bothers me because people just wander into your home. If Vivian can wander into your home, don't you think somebody else going to wander in there? So, you know, I know suburban life, you know, I guess people just get the illusion and or how it's portrayed in films that they don't give a fuck. But baby, there should be no way... That Vivian is casually walking into your bedroom at 6.37 in the morning in her pajamas as well. Where's Vivian's parents? Like, why? Dead. Like, she ate them, bitch. <laughs> but he can't see that from the doorway. So you already, like, us as the viewers see that it says six something. And I'm like, all right, he knows it's early because he's still getting the bullshit out of his eyes. But I know his little, I just, I love that I be reading too much in the characters that were written about by me. And I'm just like, God damn it. I'm trying to figure out. Girl, because you wouldn't have lived this life because your door would have been fucking locked. We don't play like, this. What is this. Even in 2004, like no matter where we lived, I've I've just always locked my door. Like you lock, I, I like to lock my, I shut my room door when I go to sleep. No one's even in here, but I don't like to sleep a door open. Something about that. Something about that. I don't know. Catch but, you lacking. Literally, but again, you know, our head be on a swivel. They some people life be real relaxed and they don't think nothing can ever touch them. And that's why their doors be unlocked. Because how the fuck is someone just walking in? Reminds me of Gerald's game where you leave the door wide the fuck open and motherfuckers just coming in the house. Girl Oh Lord. A good this thing would have been solved if your door would have been locked. That because you would have laid the there and eventually somebody would have came in. Mm-mm. Just like the Moonlight Man. Just, ooh, got shiny stuff. You got to get away from me, bro. But, you know, Vivian came in with that sauce and she gave that sauce to Lewis. And then, you know, they got Vivian up out of here. She did that spider walk run in the hallway. That shit was scary. When I first saw it, I ain't never seen no shit like that. Vivian was moving real fast. Anna got that door shut. Bow! Lewis a zombie. It was just, woo, 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 woo. I loved it. It was so much back to back. Like the character, your head is on like ping pong, ping pong, trying to keep up what's going on. And it's just a high pace kind of scenario. You got to get the fuck out of here. She's climbing through the window. Her neighbor get hit by a truck. Like it turns up. You She gets outside and you're thinking it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and it's not. It's a chaotic morning in the neighborhood. So by 730, the whole neighborhood is crunk. Everybody trying to get out of there. And you see, like, Anna kind of drive her car and go into town. You see a car, like, get take another car off the road, boom, go into a goddamn gas station and blow up, bitch. I was like, God damn. 
I said to my partner while we were rewatching this, if I was in the car and Jazz even in the car with people, because you know where we at, like people do not use signals. They just get over. So sometimes it is not uncommon to see someone get over at the last millisecond, like they're about to get hit by someone else. So I was like, imagine if we were, if I was in the car watching that shit and somebody, this car just slid out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden a gas station blew up and my car is casually going down the street like Anna's. Like, could you imagine my commentary? Cause I First was of all, Kat, you're a comedian. I just need you to know, I would, I would, I, we would have been driving, but you were like, God damn, but you would have been driving. First of all, a single tear would have went down my eyes because I would have been like, first of all, I would have been shitting on myself. Let's start here. I would have relieved myself of all bodily fluids because what the hell? Because not only is there a car, because car accidents, you know, fuck me up a little bit, especially mm-hmm. to see them up close because I've seen some up close. We have been in the car together when a car accident has happened. We were just minding yep. our business and someone just slammed into another car and then they drove the fuck off. Oh my gosh. Yep. They just hit and run too. I was just like, oh my God, because they be wilding up here. The person who hit them had a brand new car with tags on it. Like it's, it was brand new paper tags. They hit oh. the car and drove off. I know. I feel like it was a child that drove this lame on my new car and now they got to go home and tell them they fucked their I shit up. I would have literally parked the car and vomited. What else are you supposed to do? Because they've Definitely already driven off. You did not get a picture of their license plate or nothing, Jesus. Like, I wish I did. Because if I had known that was, because I, you know, I had somebody going to stop pull over. If I had known, I would have got the li- at least the license plate. Because mm-hmm. that's not right. That's not right. Come on. Don't be hitting my car and driving the fuck off. Insurance is expensive. Anybody trying to pay no deductible because you can't fucking use your brakes. And also, the, the speed limit was 30 miles an hour. Well, how the fuck is you? Why you can't brake? No, you know we live. Also, they probably was on that phone, girl. But, you know, Anna, like me, probably in that car, like, oh, my God, and just kept on fucking driving. And eventually, Anna gets into a swerve situation. Pacquiao gets in her own car accident. And that's when we get the real credits of the movie. But during the credits, just like once again in the end of this film, it's not like just in here's credits. You see a lot of diving into or other uh, perspectives of what's going on with this viral outbreak. We're seeing um, news conferences where they're asking like is it a virus and the government's like I, we don't know basically admitting bitch like the problem is so out of our hands we're trying our best but we're overwhelmed we're overrun like it's it's a fucking shit show essentially in my notes I wrote world descends into chaos during the opening credits I have bedlam in all caps okay here we go like just it's fucking bedlams I was like uh, the angles are wild because it's these wide shots like wide overhead shots like when we see that car accident cat was talking about we are over top of Anna's car. Like, we in the sky, like, on a drone or something, and we see everything overhead. There are fires, helicopters, other shit is exploding. You see people running and getting their ass whooped. You see all kinds of shit. And then Anna gets into a swerve collision. What happens is she stops because some shit is there, and somebody try to fucking carjack her instead of asking for a ride. Because I'm like, bruh, at this again, we, we could be banded together because nine times out of ten, like I'm not infected, bro. Although you can't trust niggas, but also I'm like, I don't know if she had stopped and opened her door or she just no, stopped. She but didn't. I'm like, her door was unlocked again, and I'm again. like, yeah, and I'm like, now I understand she got in the car at a rush because it's you know she might have had an older car where you know the ones we got to push down the locks so it don't got the beep mm-hmm. beep from back then. So and I know some people are like, what? 
No, cars, you, you just have to either turn the manual lock. You can only do it from like the driver's side door to lock all the doors. So if you did it from another door, you would have to walk, lock each door into fucking vigilly, uh, which is scary as hell because you think you lock the front doors and somebody slide right into the fucking back seat. Um, but you know, the dude, her husband had got on top of the front. So she, I guess she didn't have a reason to run to lock the door because he's on the windshield trying to break it. She more concerned about driving off. But I definitely, you know, beep, beep. She was driving for a while. She was driving long enough to just go make it a habit. But also tells you that this is not a habit for you to just lock your door. Like this is a thing. Like it's, it's, it's catching up because you was caught lacking in the beginning. And then you were caught lacking watching someone else getting the shit uh, stomped out on by zombies in the back of the damn bus. Like, oh man, this is crazy. And now they about to carjack your ass. And now you in a car accident. Um, It's very unfortunate, but this is why we're here. Um, and like I said, while she's passed out due to this car accident, you know, we also see Tom Savini giving this whole message about shooting him in the head. Like we get like a whole, you know, shaboop shabop. Oh, actually that's a little bit later on the TV. My bad. I mix it all together. Cause all this is TV talk. Um, TV talk. <laughs> yep. TV talk. But Anna wakes up and she gets out the car and Ving Rhames playing Kenneth. He is a fan, um, is waiting for her at the door, literally with the stick. Kenneth pulls up with the stick. He's outside. Bitch, you better indicate you're not a zombie right now. And so they link up and they're walking down an alleyway. And as soon as they hit the corner, chill, pew, 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 Makai Pfeiffer. He in the corner too. Um, And Makai Pfeiffer is playing, a, what's his character name? Andre. And Andre is with Michael and Luda, Makai Pfeiffer's um, girl. And they all are in the um, alleyway. Michael's like, don't shoot. Like, it's a police. And um, so the fuck what? Like, what does that even mean? Like, what? But they eventually decide not to shoot each other anymore more um and you know kenneth is really hell-bent on getting um what's a fort pastor which is where his brother is and that's where he's trying to go and this group is telling him i don't think it's a good idea you don't need to go that way like that road is overrun by the undead and kenneth's like i'm gonna press on like i don't care what y'all saying and they were like yeah i i feel you bro but no really like you shouldn't go that way we had eight of us a few minutes ago, and now it's just us. So basically, five people have died that you didn't meet, and that tells you as the viewer, like, oh, it's super crunk out here. So now we have this new group, and they decide that they're going to go through a fence because they're like a side little gated off area and they're going to go uh, take refuge in a local mall. So that's where we get that kind of comparison of the original movie of people um taking refuge in a mall. Um and when they get in the mall, the mall isn't overrun with zombies, there's a couple in there just scattered out. Um, they take care of them. You know, they get into a scuffle with one. You, it was kind of a close call. Uh, you think everybody's Gucci, but you find out later <clears throat> somebody's hiding a scratch. Um, you already know how that goes, but they get on this elevator. And when they meet the, the security guards who are actually in the mall and thinking that they have, like, you get this whole, like, hierarchy power play situation with them. What's their names? Um, Steve and CJ and Terry and them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Bart. Was Bart, CJ, and Terry? I believe. Oh, Bart. Oh, because Steve is the other dude. Girl, I just yeah. all these people got the same faces Look, to me. I mean, first of all, I knew CJ won't up to no good because um, I used to watch House of Cards, and if y'all know who I play, think he plays somebody named Doug, or I don't know if his real name is. But if you see who he plays in House of Cards, he is a dickhead. Now, does he redeem himself later? But the fact that he is 
he is giving very mall cop take my job very serious don't be stealing shit it's a zombie in this zombie economy you worry about people you're not even getting paid anymore your check is not clearing honey the fucking government said they don't know what's going on <laughs> this is a military and biological threat you're not getting like you, you're you, why are you still working like this you need the fucking help okay you need these people and then michael coming there with the fucking smart ideas hey y'all should be, it's a good place you got here we should do the doors we should go paint sos on the top if helicopters see us they will see we're alive in here and they can get it which is a fucking great idea he can't even deny the shit and he got like all right get some paint then but he always he's running the tight ship like now granted it's always the assholes if y'all saw that movie um what's that movie where they they was covering their eyes to get away from bird box <laughs> bird box oh okay. girl well you have the asshole character and i'm just like god he's an asshole but he also is right sometimes like don't let you can't just be letting people in you're gonna get us killed which yeah. letting the people in almost gets them killed or like you know puts them in fucked up situations he's like okay don't do this because then we're gonna get killed he's a little bit too cautious like there's a middle middle ground but mm-hmm. some people are like we gotta help everybody you cannot help no you can't everybody you can't do it especially because anna's a nurse so she is trying her best to help people and don't want people to die and shit like that because it gets to a point where they girl it doesn't matter that you want to help it. we got to kill these niggas niggas yeah. are bitten because they don't know that the bites cause it and that's why i do like that this drink jumps off real fast because they the, you hear about the bite but they have not confirmed that bites turn you into this until she's like no my husband i saw with my eyes my husband got fucking bit and then turned and then now we have this situation where this old lady bit died woke up and turned that's it so this other person is bitten he gotta go he gotta go i know the daughter's the only person left his daughter's nicole but we gotta kill you baby it don't matter if you're the last person left i don't know what to tell you like everyone lost something everyone lost something yeah and the people that jazz referring to that um after uh our normal group pulls up with the security team that they're all talking. There's a truck that rams into the building because, uh, okay, and put a peg in this because this is what I was talking about earlier about linking up with Andy. So a couple things exist here. Before this truck full of people show up, right, there's a lull period of time where you hear some gunshots outside and you notice that there is a general, a gun store, ammunition store that's right across or adjacent from the mall. It's a couple paces away where Andy is clearing out the zombies. So you see this whole situation where Kenneth is linking up with Andy and they're holding up signs on the roof and that's how they're communicating and they become friends that way. This is the window where they should have been trying to get weapons from Andy and then also send Andy some food because there were no zombies outside yet or little to no zombies. And here's how we know this. Because when you see, um, when they first came in, there wasn't anybody really outside. They see that one zombie who comes to the door, Makai Pfeiffer's character, and he thinks about shooting the glass, but he doesn't. Because he's like, oh, bulletproof glass, like shatterproof glass. I'm like, you smart, you smart. Don't shoot the glass out. But there were very little undead outside. Like maybe it was a couple of you could pick off. And this is when the characters started noticing, oh, they're slowly making their way to the mall. Why would they do that? And then that whole conversation around like repeating things that would happen while they were alive. But also, like I said, this is when outside of Andy's store, there was only a handful of zombies that Andy clearly knocked out. You should have been able to send him them food and them guns then instead of dealing with this bullshit we come across later when we're introduced to these other characters that bring all these extra different variables and uncertainties. We do learn so much about the virus and how it travels and how one can get it. But also we're in a situation now 
where Andy um, doesn't have any food. We find out the people came from Fort Pastor directly. Fort Pastor is overrun. Kenneth t- puts that sign up and says, hey, Fort Pastor's overrun, you know, and Andy's like, girl, I, I already figured that that was going to happen. But then eventually, you know, we talk about we're hungry because we've been inside, you know, shooting zombies and shit and fucking on each other and listening to, you know, what is that? Little fun jazz versions mm-hmm. of Get Down With The yes. Sickness and all, <laughs> all kinds of shit. So they fucked up. That's actually what we just learned here. They did fuck up a few things because there's so much that fucking happened. So first, we are learning about the zombie, uh, uh, how things transfer. One of the first things we learn is they come in, there's a little mall fountain in there, and Anna wash her hands in there, right? So the zombie blood is in the fucking water. And then before they get over there, as they're coming back, a zombie charges Luda, and then uh, Kenneth tries to you know defend her, and the zombie tackles him. He Bust his arm open. So now he has an open wound. That gets in the water. So you're thinking, and they slow it down. So you're thinking, oh, this motherfucker about to turn. You know, he never turns. He never turns. So some water does something. Also, when you see, they know the person, like the security guards know the person who attacked them. Everybody who's Mm -hmm. in the mall worked there because it's early. The mall is not open. And that's why they're safe for a while because the glass is also shatterproof. So they're in here. And that's another thing with both movies. They can't get in the mall because the mall is so tightly. The military shit is overrun. Everything else is overrun. But people's possessions, these commercial possessions are very protected over people, which is wild. Like you got shatterproof glass here there are plenty of other places that should probably have this kind of glass you know the kind of protections we take over things that cost but either way he does not get hit by that he doesn't die that way no no but like we said things turn out really fucking quickly you find out that um what is that that the the people are just like you know we can't stay here they don't get big difference between this movie and the previous movie there aren't any biker raiders that run up on them um however the characters do recognize really quickly that it may not be safe for us to stay here um and that we probably should get the fuck out of here because we're running out of food we're running out of resources maybe we a couple people announce that they have boats and they have access to the boats at the marina they distinguish that the marina is not that far i'm like okay this we're getting with a group of people that have a plan they're not waiting for people to run up on them they're not waiting for them to be overrun because at this point you're noticing in the movie this now non-existent group of zombies i said existed before it's now different a lot of the undead have started making their way to the mall and there is a huge crowd of dead people outside that's why i was fussing about they should have sent fucking andy some some food and that would have been the perfect time to get the ammunition right before the people show up. Because when they show up, that's when a big crowd of zombies comes with them because they're getting chased in addition to everybody else that makes their way there. But you know, we have... Oh yeah, go ahead. Also, I think they didn't think to get the food. One, because Andy asked for the food with the sign. Mm -hmm. One. Two, they had a dog. The zombies are not attacking the dog because they could just send the dog over. They probably didn't have a way to just get it over there. But uh, granted, they had not thought about it. You are right. They If they were to think about it earlier, they could have figured something out. And I'm like, ain't none of y'all got no rope. Ain't no rope in this gun store ain't no rope in none of these places damn i'm pretty sure andy had all the uh, pre- okay so they do have a store that a has crossbow like, with a type stuff yeah. yes in either places the real thing is they weren't thinking like we pointed out like or how they were the story was written they weren't thinking to approach the situation earlier until andy like you said indicates i'm hungry and earlier it should have just been oh here's a guy off here it clearly says rifles ammunition Maybe we should link up why ain't nobody on the street to get some yappas. You need to trade like it's Diamond City, bitch. You better get in here. 
That's what I'm saying. But, you know, when it gets to the point of him indicating that, hey, you know, I'm running out of food too, it's essentially too late. And now something that was a mission that would have been on easy is now an expert because you have to rely on this whole situation with the dog. And even before we get there, you know, we see them trying to craft together these machines, this whole montage of making their giant powerful like buses or whatever, their escape cars and how they're reinforcing them so they can stay, you know, kind of safe on the inside as they travel to the marina and through the Sea of the Undead. Um, but also there's some dead people in under the basement too because they cleared out most of the upstairs, most of it. They didn't really fuck with what was going on downstairs. So of course that doesn't account for like doors or anything that could have been propped open or people that just Parking died, garage. So. They running in through the parking garage is open because cars have to mm. drive into it. The mm-hmm. zombies can just run through. And then when you think about the 1978 malls, I mean, I'm sure there were parking garages back then, but parking garages are more so a newer thing where we have so many cars that you need mm-hmm. a fucking tower for motherfuckers to park at that bitch. So it's open to the outside and there's going to be a door. So as soon as you open the door, they're going to be able, all zombies who had access outside and figured out that little way, they're running. And at first it was quiet, but the dog starts barking and shit Mm -hmm. and then they're like wow and they start running one of them one of the scenes where the motherfucker is crawling on the ceiling real quiet and drops down and bites this motherfucker i think it's uh bart that gets his ass bit up it is bart it is terry because terry makes it towards to the end bart and cj do not yeah i mean you know cj had to uh sacrifice himself and i appreciate that try to be a redeemable character and whatever bro that's really my thoughts on that but you know they all get away everyone does not make it into the getaway car i really think that uh nicole should have died just because of how listen so many people died because nicole could not put her patient hat on and just wait for the dog to link up with andy like it was already bad enough that Andy got bit and was lacking when the dog pulls up to try to bring the food over into the dog hole. This is what me and my sister was laughing out earlier. She was like, you know, Andy ain't, co- I'm assuming Andy didn't come to the door with no gun because you didn't hear him shoot it off at the people who were trying to get through the door. All you saw was a foot basically try to kick them out. So he gets bit. And we hear that on the walkie when the team is communicating with Andy, like one of those fuckers got me. So he also doesn't know how they change, which is crazy. And so like, they're like, damn, Andy got bit. So now the dog is stuck over there with Andy. Nicole wild assed and stole the truck, veered from the plan because, you know, I expect some of them people to be really more about dog lives than human lives. And she was very like, damn, bitch, like, I'm about to do anything I can to go rescue my dog. And I'm like, God damn it. They should have just let her die. They should have. I, I would mean, let her, her go- die. Well, they did the guns. That's the only reason I mean, really went over there. If I need them guns, Nicole, you're going to die in this closet because you took yep. our fucking truck. You went and got it. You made a more opening for people to get fucked up over this shit. You didn't even say nothing. You didn't communicate. Your dog was never really in danger because they're not trying to, you're, they, they're not trying to bite mm-hmm. the fucking dog. So you, you put everyone else in danger for something that's not in danger. And I know you lost everyone, but ev- again, everyone fucking lost something. Okay. Like Michael comes in, he, his, kids are dead all his wife everybody's fucking dead bro like kenneth brothers dead every the girl um anna lost her husband we lost everything you don't get to go well i lost everything so i have to protect this dog bitch fuck you i would have let your ass die and of course andy did not come with no thing also why are you reaching your hand outside and i know y'all got gloves of some sort in that fucking hunting ass rifle store 
at least some big thick gloves. So if you would have got bit, the teeth wouldn't have got you. Even if your hand would have got fucked up, maybe the germs wouldn't have got your ass. I don't know. Lacking. But even or even still, I would have let the dog in. And he didn't know about the bites because they only knew about the bites because Anna said something. Yeah. She didn't, I didn't but think that I, far. But I'm like, why didn't they just tell him to? That's news. That is news. Don't get bit. Because he would have been more, he wasn't conscious about it as he wasn't as stressed about it. Because if they were like, hey, don't get bit, I think he would have been a little more cautious maybe. I just, uh, here's why. So even in the like footage you see after the movie where you follow like Andy's last couple days, he has a radio in there. And on the radio, they are saying transmissions of how you can turn. So I'm assuming he's missing these transitions. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a hole in the story. You know, I'm going to suspend my disbelief so I don't get really upset. Maybe that's why they took it out and it's on the yeah. sound footage. Because if, like, if he knows and it make, doesn't make sense for his character who is well-versed with guns and shit like that yeah. to make that kind of choice. So I feel like maybe that's why he pulled out. So we just, because they go, do we tell him? Because they say that and they're like, no, yeah, don't do. tell him. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't make sense. Oh, man, I'm going to see you guys soon. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. No, but he put I the mean, little fucking water, And he just put blood on a jank. Yeah. I'm like, That shit uh... had me. When I first saw that, I was so scared. When I see it now, I be yelling laughing because I'm just like, nah, he played too much as a zombie. He went upstairs. It was like, Andy's got a message for us. And he is scribbling, bitch. Like, he's like... <laughs> puts the sign up leans to the side like hey it's literally smear blood uh if i would have saw that i would have just looked at y'all like i know you don't think we're going over there and of course this when nicole dumbass slams into the building so now they have to feel op- they feel obligated to go save her because they already were going to go in there and get the yapparoonies anyway so Listen, i understand and they need the yappas like, they do but nicole nicole pisses me off nicole pisses me off and of course we talked about makai pfeiffer and luda who two luda turns because she they had the bite they are hiding the bite but they didn't know they turned at first and then makai was like that's when i knew she was bitten because when anna goes you get it from the bite he's like how you know bitch she's a fucking nurse she fucking know you had this bite your pregnant wife and your zombie baby you tied her down so she could give labor <sighs> and then she won't let nobody check on her right and I'm like, I'm about to check on it. They send the old Mima, who is one of the best, my favorite characters, because she literally was driving her the shit on the CB and swung by the church and picked these niggas up. Mm-hmm. She could have drove past them and let them die. And she, that's where she could pick up Steve and everybody else who get in the car and all that, they get in the truck. And she's like, yeah, you did good. And she did do good. She mm-hmm. just did it out of the kindness of her heart. And she climbed out the top and ran up to the jank. They got, I she was a that. badass. And she knew how to use a gun. She, I like, I like Mima. really good. Yes. My, why y'all do? Why y'all do that? Why y'all do that to me, I called her me, because she get she gave somebody's me, Um She did, but, but she went to go check. Yeah, rooting to me, And then she was like, "I'm gonna go check on the baby. I'm gonna go ahead and bring them. Um, I'm gonna bring them. What's her name? I'm gonna just bring them some candles. Ooh, she yeah. was getting bring candles. Y'all was trying to be nosy, see what the fuck going on back there, because we ain't seen them in a while. What's up? Bro, but the other thing is too. Yeah, but she went to that back. It, okay, so th- let's let's get into it because this is why I said I I'm wondering if this character was written this way and maybe Makai Pfeiffer took this role and then it just became another way. Like, cause I understand that you know you get this black man link up moment earlier where Makai Pfeiffer's character Andre and Kenneth are like having like this conversation about like you know oh I'm trying to get to my brother oh I'm trying to change my life because you know I was in jail and you know I had a lot of stuff going on and you know I really just want to be about family and all those other fun stuff and you know which leads him to be very protective of his um wife and his unborn child so because it's like redemption 
Um, and it's a fresh start for him. So I understand that. But like where it goes left for me is that he knows that something is off with Luna because the way he has her tied to this bed before she transitions and then she dies and he's still about like, yeah, we about to still do this birth shit. And I'm like, so you really was proud? Like, I know you were sad because the way grief and stuff is set up, right? It's a real scary, wild thing. But you really turn around like, it's a girl. And I'm like, it's a zombie, bitch. It's a dead baby. You got to cut this mess out right now. Bruh, and how is this baby going to live with no mom to breastfeed it? Also, nobody's putting that baby to their titty. Also, doesn't it eat blood and shit? I don't know what this... This baby is definitely about to mm. die. Also, Meemaw... The first thing I would have did, I would have seen him with that baby and I would have ran and told everybody because he ganged yep. up. But rooting to Mima ain't go out without no fight. So that's why I do love that. She, because off rip, she said, Oh, it's a zombie in here. Let me protect everyone by shooting this zombie off rip because the baby zombie can't get around, you know, on its own. It's still a loose neck ass baby. But then Makai Pfeiffer. Yeah, but Makai Pfeiffer gonna shoot her. You trying to you try to kill my family? Your family is dead, baby. Everyone lost something, okay? Mm. But she don't just go down. She shoots his ass too. No, fuck that. She shoots mm-hmm. him dead as she's dying because she said both of y'all got to fucking go, and they had to kill the baby. Yeah, and you know what? I will say once again for this movie and the other movie, they were not afraid to kill kids. We don't necessarily have to see all the kid deaths. Some of them we did see, some of them we did not see. You know, flip flop, flip flop. Um, but it was still very effective. The CGI baby, that was a choice. We're gonna leave that at that. But also it was 2004, so fuck it. I don't care. YOLO. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Before we saw any thoughts before we slide into how the fuck we about to get away from this uh this mall. Well, mm, just going through my notes because I be having a whole lot of notes. I'm trying to, mm, nope. Girl, because nope. I'm ready for these niggas to leave the mall because that's where things turn up and they, it just. Eject <laughs> those you get rid- Yes, and we get rid of literally half of the remaining cast in 10 minutes. Ah! That was also a choice. Like, so they're getting away from the mall. I do like the scene where they kind of get like melee with it. It's very much given left for dead before left for dead. They chuck the gas tank and then they shoot the shit and it blows up and it clears away. The vans get by. They have like this whole rig set up where they can chainsaw through the side of the van, which was really fun. But also it goes left because they get into a car accident. So now they're chainsawing each other inside of the van and it goes left. So it's just a bloody mess. Um, That was exciting. And unfortunately that car crash got rid of like half of the crew and the other van stops to support those people because they're on the way to the marina and steve who's got the key to the boat basically jumps and gets jumped on and pounced on by a zombie while he's trying to go help the other people so shout out to steve being helpful shout out to cj being helpful too um because he was trying to support because he eventually sacrifices himself in this whole scenario to help everyone out anna kills steve per their death pack and early in the movie because she was like listen steve i would not hesitate to kill you you ain't got to worry about that shit at all but she made sure she gets the keys to the boat does Period, as she should. They make it to the boat. Everything's good until we realize Michael got bit. And shout out to Michael for not hiding the bite and trying to get on the boat because I would have been pissed, okay? I love that he said, you know, I'm going to remain on the dock and just kind of sacrifice myself so you guys can get away. I'm also pissed about, and talk about something, I can help you. Don't do that. You, We just killed several people with this same kind of situation. And I know you was trying to save the other dude, but he did turn. He turned. We know this for a fact. Papa's about to turn. Ain't shit you can do about it. You don't got no medicine. You don't got no kit. You don't have shit. You can't help him. So the fact that you denied all everything you learned to be emotional 
emotional. And I understand we have emotional emotions, but also people die. And with this sickness, people are dying. There's nothing you could do. Would you rather die, everyone die, or just this person not come with us? Because, I mean, and luckily, like you said, he didn't have to bite like with half Pfeiffer in them. He was like, look, bruh. Mm-mm. I'm just gonna watch the sunrise and they slammed it to the pier so the zombies couldn't like run into the pier because they can't it seems like they can't these ones can't swim they're yeah, afraid well, of water thank goodness. um in later movies that change I believe that changes like they used to be like no nah, fuck mm-hmm. that we about to get in the water but at first they're like ah, no they're thrashing in the water and shit like that I you know I'm I'm really excited because sacrifice sacrifice Michael not getting on here get on the boat and we think yeah we home free no and the credits come uh and the story keeps going bruh so we're getting the credits and then we're getting a flash just like found footage now yes they find a camera at first we see titties and i'm like what did come on what are y'all doing hey, what's listen, going on we, they sprinkled a little tit throughout the movie saw somebody getting fucked on and some and some cute draws we saw some titties there and now we're seeing titties on the boat big titty gang titties so we got the titties on the boat or whatever but this is steve's like old footage he was like i found steve camera i'm about to take you know take some pictures and then i were i'm about to you know record our last like you know our moments or whatever so the the thing we have steve's old shit that's where you get the titties but it's intercut with what's happening now they're on the boat everybody is say turn the camera fucking on. everybody's annoyed that you got the camera every every time you put turn the fucking camera and help get that fucking camera out of my face put the camera down god damn but they open the coolest zombie head in that bitch. I'm like, um. They open the fucking fridge, maggots on all the food, ain't nothing in it. Oh god. They pull up to the do- uh, dock and the and Chips is the dog. His ass run up there immediately. Fuck Chips. And, and Nicole's like, no, no. And then the zombies come, and we see the zombies coming, and the camera gets dropped. I do not think they make it. There's no way unless they were able to push that boat far enough off that boat that fast, they would have just been on the boat. But I don't think they make it. I think they all die because you're yelling. I don't think they made it either. I think if everyone, if the, if anyone made it, maybe one person. And how long are you going to live? Like, that's pretty much it. The real thing is when Chips jumped off that boat, no one should have kept going. They should have just let Chips run off into the sunset because this is the second time Chips didn't pull a stunt like this. And this is the second time Nicole has pulled a stunt like this. So actually, so that would have just been that sayonara for those guys. It's over, bitch. Um, and then also um, with the rest of them, they probably definitely did die. They should have just stayed on the boat. Especially I know. No, go ahead. Especially because Chips is a dog. And we know that Chips is not going to get bit by the zombies. Let him bark. Yep. Make noise. See if there's movement. Okay? Especially, I feel like, um, Kenneth, don't, does he, like, you police officer, you got some kind of training. Well, maybe, you know, police officers, they're training. But he's holding, like, I mean, I... I think, I mean, so when they get off the boat, they're being easy. They're not running in. They're being very cautious. But what I'm saying is like, all of y'all shouldn't have got off at the same time. You know, this shit is wild. You see something rustling in the woods. Nobody threw like an apple or something to see if some zombies was going to pop up. Y'all have been doing this for too long to be making these rookie ass choices. So I just, I don't know. I don't think everyone had made it as well. I do like that that's how the movie ends. And I do like that, you know, you have to kind of stay through the credits like you're thinking it ends i can imagine like at this time seeing in movie theaters go oh let me let me stand right here yeah because because you know like with marvel movies like the credits play and then there's a scene so you got to sit there there are people already leaving and missing stuff but this you know you getting up you grabbing your purse and they're like oh no i found a camera titties the music cuts off and you're like oh i'm gonna put my purse Hmm. down real quick hold on let me sit back down (laughs) 
Mm. And then when the movie ends for real, for real, you hear um, uh, Get Down With The Sickness, the actual version of it. And that's the end of 2004's Dawn of the Dead. This movie is a good-ass fucking time. Period. Yes. Yes. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I know Nicole (laughs) is annoying. Fuck Nicole. Fuck Chips. Bruh, and I can't love dogs. So her saying fuck chips is like, listen, we know we have got to the end of the road. You done got one time to cut up. The first time it wasn't Chip's fault. And now I'm putting Chip's in the same category as Nicole because Nicole's stupid ass did that the first fucking time. So here's the real thing. That proves you should have fucking left the bitch at the mall last time because as soon as Chip's ran off this time, she, Chip's, get up. Y'all, as soon as you seen her run, somebody should have been backing up to the boat. And I know it, like, I'm just to confirm, I do not think they, if they did not get away, they did not make it far because they already indicated that they were running out of fuel slash out of fuel in the boat anyway. So they were fucked. Yeah. Cause you couldn't go nowhere. You couldn't go nowhere. Yeah. It was nothing to do. They just, they died. They died. Everybody did. And that's fine. I'm okay with the ending like that. I know there are people out there like, they gotta get away. But realistically, where are you gonna go? I mean, where are you gonna dock? What, what are the things? Society has pretty much collapsed. The radio barely works. You know, and TV cut off three days ago. The TV cut off like it was still the 90s. Please stop playing. It's over, baby. And this is a wonderful story. And shout out to Zack Snyder. I know he uh, did Army of Thieves and um, what was the other one? Uh, well, he didn't do, um, he did Army of the Dead. Army of the Thieves Army directed. Dead, Army th- I think he produced Deuce, uh, Army yeah, yeah. of Thieves, but uh, he did direct it. But, uh, Army of the done- Dead, excuse me. Yes, Army of the Dead was good. All kinds of movies. It was a fun time. I like Army of the Dead. I really feel like, once again, that Army of Thieves should have came out first, and then Army of of the Dead should have been positioned as a heist movie with a sprinkle of zombie, because people were thinking it was something completely different. And I'm like, it was still fun, but I understand why you were confused. You know what would have been nice? If it was like, they would have did the movie as a heist and like the everything for it you don't see no zombies and then it's still called on me they're like why is it called that maybe the trailer could have had maybe a one growl like in the faint distance somebody turned so maybe you think they get there and there's zombies in the vault or something or something like that it could have been like that but no it's a whole different situation versus yep zombie movie and i'm like it's i mean it is a zombie movie but it nah. is but, mm, but it's more yeah. so focusing on the people than mm-hmm. the zombies. Although the, the hierarchy of those zombies is pretty cool, though. I yeah. really enjoy that. Because they, they got skills. They be riding horses and shit. All kinds of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um. Oh, the rating for this movie. What was the rating for Dawn of the Dead? Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and pull it back up. Um, and for the rating for this movie was a 7.3 out of 10 for IMDb, a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 59% on Metacritic. So just a smidget lower than the OG. Y'all can't see Jazz's face. She is motherfucking 59% on Metacritic. I don't know what they had going on, but this movie is at least a 7.5, 8, and an 8, period. I'm just going to say it at that. Sorry. Yeah, I'll give this like Not a flat. Like, I'll give it a flat 8. Yeah. Yeah, seven point five flat eight. Yeah, I mean it has a, a few problems, but it's not like the problems aren't super vast. Okay. Yep. And it's a good time. It's a good time. I don't understand. I've like I had been watching it get in the background. I'm like, no, this is still good. I, I might have to buy me a physical copy of this just to have in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, mine as well. Mine as well. But yeah, no, fuck them for that fifty nine percent. Because like, what did you hate? Did you hate it was a remake? They probably hated because it, it was a remake. You know how they was, especially early odds. It was a whole lot of remakes happening, so it was a lot of just vitriol for remakes as a whole. Like mm, you just took another. Blah. I'm like, but it 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 did what it came to do. 
I and and indeed it did. Um, and I do not understand why the girls are upset. Uh, Metacritic girls, I don't know what you got going on. Um, but okay, like maybe you were like, it's not the original, and it's not, and that's okay. In this in- instance, it's okay. It's fine. Um, I just, I don't know. But what I do know is you should check out both of these movies. Like we said, um, if you could own the physical copy of them both, I would suggest that too. I would need a physical copy of the first one. So I'm going to put my eyes and ears to the street for that. Um, because it's only going to be so long that the movie is available, um, easily available on places that we talk about. You can't see my eyes. My eyes are getting really shifty. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, what more can I say? This shit is popping. Like, that's pretty much it. Um, and so we would love to hear your thoughts too. Like, do you really go up for George Romero films? How did you feel about the 2004 remake versus the original joint? Like, what are your thoughts? Um, feel free to pull up and give us a professional or send us a professional email at grltspod at gmail.com. Um, pull up on us on the socials, the handle at Girl That's Scary. Honestly, if you put Girl That's Scary into the internet machine, it's going to pop up and give you all the things. Um, our website is www.girlthatscary.com. Um, and then we've got like a, all my links, link tree situation. So you just go there on one of our social media handles and it has the links to everything, merch, Patreon, all that jazz. Um, shout out to our Patreon people for all the Patreon things. If you ain't ever pull up on our Patreon page, you should probably do that. Um, we've got all kinds of content for the free ski. We got some stuff behind a paywall. Um, so, you know, there's a little bit for everybody. Like if you want to pull up and support us, we appreciate you. And just by even listening to this, we appreciate you for that. Um, rate us five star for five star chicks. If you really fuck with us, um, go ahead and do that. If you don't, you know what? We just appreciate you for even pulling up. Like, shout out to you, even hit and play, bitch, because I mean, it's lit. Um, but yeah, y'all, until next time, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.